It seems like everybody today has a podcast or a YouTube channel, broadcasting their everyday lives, professional, personal, or maybe even a mix of both. You may be wondering, with such a crowded field and so many different people having so many established platforms, such a large audience already, is there anything left for you? Any room for you to add to the dialogue, to the conversation? Anything for you to break out of the mold and attract attention? I don't know the answer to that, but I would definitely say that it's worthy of you to investigate personal broadcasting as a route of self-promotion. Doing a podcast or a video blast can be a great way to let people know about your small business, your entrepreneurial gig, or your slice of creativity. It's almost free, it requires very little expertise, and it can have a great draw on attracting attention and furthering your career. In this podcast, we're going to talk this week about broadcasting, video versus audio, pros and cons of both, some things that you should keep in mind, and then finally, how you should broadcast your setup so that way you can get the best audience and attract the right people to your message and maybe even make some money. Stick around. Before we get started, I just want to take a moment to remind you that this podcast is brought to you ad-free by me, Michael Mack. To hear more of my Marketing Tips podcast series, please visit anchor.fm slash Mack or my website, getmemichaelmack.com. You can reach me if you have questions about the podcast, about this show, or anything else related to what I have spoken about here today at getmemichaelmack at gmail.com, or you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at getmemichaelmack. Now, let's get down to it and talk about Broadcasting 101. I have a number of really crafty friends in my circle. People who like to bake, garden, sew, crochet, make music, and sing. All these people have wonderful talents that they are happy to share with the world for free and for fun. And any one of them would qualify for a personal broadcast. I also have a few friends who are entrepreneurs or self-employed and they would also benefit from a personal broadcast as a way to promote their business. Think about if you were somebody who was a baker and wanted to attract people to your company to consign for, say, wedding cakes or birthday cakes, and you did a broadcast about cake decorating. It'd be a great way to introduce people to you personally, and if you did it in a video format, you could actually demonstrate yourself decorating cakes in real time. This would be a great way for people to see the beauty of your art, the quality of your craftsmanship, and get a sense of who you are personally. Imagine if you're a musician and you did an audio broadcast about uh, music history or some facet of music that is important to you and you could play snippets of other musicians or snippets of you playing. Maybe this might help people to contract with you to play music for them or to do a recording. There really is no end of ways that you can make use of a personal broadcast to further your career brand as an entrepreneur or in your career field. There are a number of really great podcasts out there by professionals who speak about their profession, about things that they know about to their community. This is a great way to connect with other people, colleagues, and people that you'd like to impress with your expertise. In fact, it's one of the chief reasons that I make this podcast is that I want to remain relevant in my field of digital marketing. And I find the best way to do that is to put together a body of work of me talking about 
you guessed it, digital marketing, my knowledge of it therein, expertise, and ability to communicate that. This podcast is a great vehicle for me to further my career and to let people know that I'm in the know of what's happening in my field and I can share my experience with others for free and for fun. This podcast is a joy to do and certainly not a burden and I really like the idea that I'm helping people who can really benefit from my expertise at the same time helping my career. Having said all that, you should make it clear, first of all, what the purpose of your podcast is. If this is a hobby or a personal interest of yours, or something you're just doing for fun, you should probably make that pretty clear to the audience in your tone and intention. If this is something that is more professional and formal, then you probably should set up a tone or a setting which would let people know that you mean business and that there's something in it for them that could benefit them and that they might be able to work through you to gain the end. Purpose has everything to do with setting your intention and making sure that you know why you're doing it and you remain consistent. Consistency is terribly important when broadcasting because we want to know that when I come to you for information on whatever it is that you're broadcasting about, that you have a consistent message, a consistent tone, a consistent style. Now, one of the things that you should also consider when setting up a podcast is who is it for? Is it for men or women? Kids? All ages? Is it very industry specific? Is it very broad spectrum? Is it religious? Is it political? Is it going to be potentially offensive? Particularly if you're doing a personal podcast, which may be of personal interest to you and inject some humor or some other insights that may not be for everyone, you might want to consider that when making the podcast and realize that it should be heard by someone that's not intended in your audience, for example, your boss, how might that impact your work life? Everything that you publish cannot be undone. Even if you were to publish a broadcast and take it down after the fact, there's no for sure answer that it won't be recorded somewhere by somebody and be used against you at a later date. Always be careful what you put out there and make sure that if you're putting your name to it, it represents you in the best possible light because these are your words, it is your voice and face, and what you do and say has meaning. We've seen this way too many times with celebrities who have gotten in big trouble by saying something out of turn or out of character or just completely wrong that's come back to bite them. So be very careful when you're broadcasting because this is part of the permanent record. A few years ago, I was teaching intro to communications at a community college. As part of that course, I had to teach students, everyday people, how to write and deliver quality speeches to an audience. We had three different speeches that we would work on. A speech to inform, a speech to convince, and a speech to persuade. The intention of every speech was different, but the format and the framework was always the same. I gave all my students a framework that they could work from, regardless of what the subject matter of the speech, to ensure that they could deliver a convincing, compelling, informative message in a way that made sense to the audience and would achieve their end end goal. I'm going to try to deliver that format to you here. Now, having said that, we're going to talk about one of the deficiencies of a podcast is that it's audio only. I can only explain to you what I mean, but I can't really show you. So for this reason, podcasts may be inefficient for you if you're trying to demonstrate something. We're going to do demonstration marketing in a different podcast, but for now, let's just imagine that I'm standing in front of a whiteboard and that you're looking at the whiteboard with me. On the whiteboard, I'm going to draw a bell curve, or it looks like a big hill. 
that's even on both sides. At the bottom of the left side of the hill, or the bottom of the left side of the bell curve, I'm gonna say this is our starting point. We go up the hill and then down the other side, and at the bottom right-hand side of the bell curve is our end point. So now we have a starting point, an end point, and the midpoint would be the top of that hill. Using this framework in mind, I would tell my students this is not unlike writing a speech. Every speech has a beginning, a middle, and an end. You want to lead your audience from the beginning of your speech to the middle of your speech, which would be the highlight or the takeaway, and then finally the end, which would be recapping. This sounds pretty simple, but it did really work. Almost all of my students using this framework were able to write constructive speeches that they could deliver to an audience with a few simple steps. So let's start at the very beginning of our bell curve, or our hill. At the left side, at the very beginning of that hill, we have an audience who we have to presume may not know anything about what we're going to tell them about. So I always tell people when they're writing a broadcast or writing a speech to assume that your audience doesn't really know much about what you're telling them about because you don't know. The audience could be strangers. The audience could be people that you've never met or never will meet. And maybe they really don't know much about what you're talking about. And the last thing you want to do is alienate your audience right away by starting and explaining things that are beyond their comprehension or capacity. That's a bad idea. Nobody wants to feel, make, feel like they're dumb right in the middle of a speech. So when you're starting your broadcast, always make sure that you introduce yourself, that you tell them who you are, why you're there, and what you're going to talk about. I call this the tell them what you're going to tell them part. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you about. I'm Michael Mack, and I'm going to talk to you about broadcasting today. I may even give a definition of what broadcasting is in case that's a term that you're not familiar with. And I could say broadcasting is simply me making an audio or video recording, which will be sent out via some kind of mass communication model to people to watch or listen to. That's that simple. Now, by doing that, I've put you on the same plane as me, and now we're on equal footing. We both know what broadcasting is, you know who I am, and you know what I'm going to talk to you about. You, listening to this right now, are obviously an interested party in broadcasting or possibly doing a podcast or YouTube channel. And so you're going to find this interesting and say, oh, this guy may know something about this and maybe be able to help me. Great. We're off to a good start. Now, I want you to go about halfway up that bell curve, halfway up the hill. And this is our first major talking point. This is the first thing of three things that I want you to know about broadcasting. So in my case, the first thing I want you to know about is that there are two types of broadcasts, audio and video. They are distinctly different. They both have pros and cons, which we'll break down in another section. And I want you to understand that you can do either. You can do both if you want, but you should know the differences before you get involved. Okay, I'm gonna break those down for you. We go over the differences, the pros and cons of an audio or a video broadcast. You have some familiarity with the differences. That sounds great. At the top of the hill is the main point I want you to take away. And the main point that I want you to take away from this broadcast is that it's something that you really should pursue. If you feel like you have something to say to people, don't let lack of self-confidence do you in. Don't let lack of self-confidence or the feeling that somebody's already said it before or you're not going to do it good enough or that somebody's going to make fun of it or some troll online is going to leave you some lousy comment put you down. If you have an interest in doing this, there's probably a reason why. And you probably have something worth saying and something worth sharing. And I hope for your sake that you do. 
because God knows there are more books that have not been written, more songs not written, more music not played, and more art not made by self-doubt than anything else. Self-doubt is an absolute killer of creativity and progress. Don't beat yourself up and tell yourself you can't do it because it's just not true. You absolutely can. If you're listening to this, then you have the same technology I have to make a personal broadcast. So don't let self-doubt bring you down. Third and most important thing that I want you to take away from this is that we're going to go on the other side of the hill now. So the first step of the hill on the way up, we talked about differences on audio and video. At the top of the hill, I talked about the importance of having confidence in what you're doing and passion and making sure that you follow through. And now we're on the downside of, that, of the hill. We're about halfway down on the other side, the right side of that bell curve. And I want to tell you that there are different platforms which you can broadcast from, different audio and video platforms that you can choose from, which will help you to get your message out. And I'm going to go through this with you here shortly. Finally, we're at the bottom of the other side of the hill. I've taken you on a broadcasting journey at this point. I brought you up the hill and told you what broadcasting was. I brought you to the mountaintop experience and gave you a boost and said, hey, you can do this, because I mean that, you really can. And I brought you down the other side and I said, hey, here are some platforms that you can try out for yourself and see how you do. Now, at the very bottom of that hill, this is at the end of the speech or the end of the broadcast, where I'm gonna tell you what I told you. So remember at the very beginning, the first thing I did is I told you, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you about. And then I'm gonna tell you, and at the end, I'm gonna tell you what I told you. So at the end, is gonna be the recap section. This is where I go through and I say, now, thank you for listening to my speech. I hope that you learned something about broadcasting. I hope that you learned that there's differences between audio and video. I hope that you feel confident that you can do this yourself. And I've given you some platforms to choose from, which help get your message out. Thanks for listening. The end. I did this with dozens of students, if not probably a couple hundred in the time that I taught communications. And I'm telling you, it worked every single time. We took people who didn't think they could write a speech to save their lives into terrific speech makers and speech deliverers. So I know this will work for you. It's a very simple format, but it will work. So let's go through it right now. And I'm going to take you from the beginning of the bottom of the hill. The beginning. I want to take a minute just to have you appreciate with me how far we have come in the ability to communicate over mass communication in a very, very short period of time. Since the advent of man, we've had very limited means of communicating outside of writing. For the longest, longest time, all we had the capacity to do was to write letters or to carve into stone tablets or to draw on the sand or draw on the wall or some other means of letting people know that we were here, that we did the thing or that we wrote the thing or that so-and-so was here and they did the thing and we wrote about it. So books, poems, and the like were basically the only way that we had of drawings and paintings to communicate with each other for a very long time. This changed about a couple hundred years ago when for the first time with the advent of the telegraph, we were able to send messages over long distances hundreds of miles through wire lines, radio lines, and people were able to tap out messages across the United States, across Europe. This is a huge improvement because now I didn't have to be waiting for a day or days 
for mail to come, I could get a message instantly for someone from hundreds of miles away through the telegraph. This made way for the radio and telephone, wherein we could finally speak to each other or send recordings to each other from great different distances away using radio waves. And that was the advent of telecommunication. Next came television in the 1950s. We had uh, three channels to choose from, CBS, ABC, NBC. When I was a kid, I remember when Fox had their own network, it became a fourth station, it was a big deal. And I remember when I was little and my, my parents were one of the first families to get cable television, which had 24-hour broadcasting over, I think it was 25 channels at the time, which seemed like an, an amazing number of TV channels. Now think today how far we have advanced from that time. In my own lifetime, in my age of 40 years, we have gone from having three channels now to unlimited channels on television, satellite television, not to mention the proliferation of the internet and smartphones and tablets and social media. And now people are able to broadcast themselves from anywhere about anything, anytime. It's absolutely incredible. The democratization of media has now made it possible for just about anyone to get their message out there in the marketplace of ideas for free. And that's a wonderful thing. It also means that we have a lot of garbage out there, as you can imagine. Just about any yokel can get out there and say anything they want. And so there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of distraction. There's a lot of misinformation, unfortunately. But it happens because that's what happens with democracy and democratization of media. But then we're not here to talk about the history of journalism. We're here to talk about how broadcasting can behoove you. And I want to tell you a little bit about the differences between an audio and a video broadcast and why one might be more appealing to you than another. Let's start with an audio podcast. One of the nice things about audio podcasting is that it's something you can do directly from your smartphone. You don't require a microphone. You don't necessarily have to have a computer or an audio editing app or anything like that. It's pretty simple to set up. You can record in your car. You can record from home or from your office or from the gym or wherever you are, uh, you can do live recordings. And that makes it pretty simple because it's transportable. It doesn't require a lot of setup and equipment. Another nice thing about audio is that it's something that people can digest without having to give it their full attention. Audio is something that you can listen to while you're in the car. You may be listening to me right now while you're driving or jogging or biking or working even. You may be putting me on while you're cooking. I like to listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm working. It helps me to kind of uh, stay tuned into what I'm doing, but also give me something interest to occupy my mind. So audio has its distinct advantages in that it's something that is very transportable to make and very transportable to listen to and easy to share. So uh, there's just some pluses for audio. In fact, I decided to make an, a podcast over a video channel because of that, because it was so easy to do. It requires so little setup or time commitment to make, and I can produce a podcast with very little uh, trouble and get it out there in the world, and I don't have to worry about a lot of the complications that come with video, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, one of the things that's uh, minus about uh, audio, as we talked about a little bit before, is that you can't demonstrate anything. It's hard for me to visually describe something as well as I could show you, and so... The distinct advantage of video recording is that you can actually see what I'm doing. I can show you how I did the thing. 
if I wanted to show you a recipe, I could describe the recipe, I could describe the food, I could describe the dish, but it wouldn't be nearly the same as you seeing me actually break the eggs into the flour and whisking the ingredients together and then pouring it into the skillet or whatever the steps are to make the thing. It's harder to get that across. So some things really are better served with a video description. So maybe if you're thinking about doing a broadcast, an audio broadcast might work better if you're looking to tell somebody about something, about a service, or tell them about um, a idea, or tell them a story, or tell them something that doesn't that they can visualize on their own, but is not entirely dependent upon visualization, if that makes sense. So one of the distinct downsides of audio is that I can't really very well show you anything. I can only describe it to you. So think about that. If you're going to go into podcasting, I really like podcasting. It really works for me. But there are some distinct disadvantages and some reasons why you might want to go with a video blog or a video channel. So we just went over a few things about audio. One of the pros of doing audio recording or podcasting is that it's easy to transport. It doesn't require a lot of setup. You can record almost anywhere and people can listen to your podcast while they do other things like working or driving. A downside is that it's really hard to demonstrate anything without giving a lot of descriptive detail and it can really fall short. So fortunately, there is video as an alternative to this. Video is particularly impactful because it engages two senses at once. What I mean is that physiologically, we know that in terms of retention and learning, if I can engage more than one sense at a time, you're more likely to remember and recall. So if I'm going to give you audio information or auditory information on a podcast, I'm engaging one sense, which is your hearing. That's all. But if I'm doing a video and you're watching me talk about this and you're hearing me talk about that, I'm now engaging you in two senses, visually and auditorially. And we know that video has a much higher retention rate and people are much more likely to act on seeing a video than they are just listening to something or even seeing a still image. So video marketing is really, really important right now and really, really a hot item because uh, it's so easy to produce and it's uh, very eye-catching and people have a high retention rate for remembering things that they see in a video more so than any other uh, means of communication. So video has a high retention rate. Video can be uh, very entertaining and very engaging when it's done well. But there are some downsides to video as well and some things I want to cover with you. One is that video can be kind of expensive. One of the things that comes with video is that you have to consider things a lot more carefully, like lighting. Lighting is extremely important in your video. Something that's not well lit will not be translated very well, no matter how well written or how well intentioned. Lighting is very important in video, as is sound. Uh, with video, you almost have to have a dedicated mic, a lapel mic or a boom mic or some other means of getting a crisp sound because you're going to be videoing in a space that's going to be far from the recorder. So that's a second dimension of this that you need to factor in is that you need to have space that's well lit, that's well uh, audio contrived. And then thirdly, something else that you might need to consider is having a dedicated space. Let's say that you're going to do a demonstration about crafting or making a project with uh, yarn. 
you might want to have a dedicated table in your home or office or garage or somewhere where you're going to consistently give these videos on crafting. So that way, when people see your videos, they're seeing the same setup over and over again and they become used to it and it becomes part of the consistency. Remember we said that in broadcasting, consistency is very, very important. The more consistent you are with the quality of your video, the more consistent you are with your messaging and tone, the more likely you are to have success. Another nice thing about video is that you can add additional graphics or overlays, titles, um, inlays. You could do a screen in a screen. You could do video transitions. You can show uh, have multiple cameras recording at once and showing things from different views. All kinds of things you can do with video that don't translate into audio. So far, we've gone over some of the pros and cons of using an audio versus video format for your podcast or video blog. We've talked about some reasons why you might want to make a personal broadcast and how it might further your career, your business, or your personal interests. Lastly, I want to talk to you about some platforms that you can use to get your message out there. It'd be almost impossible for you to really reach a vast and varied audience without the aid of using a third-party platform. Fortunately, today there are many, many, many platforms out there that are pre-existing and that you can plug right into, add your content, and distribute to an audience using a lot of really easy tools. YouTube is probably the first platform that comes to mind for video blogging because since its inception, it has really been the premier place for anyone to produce videos based on any number of topics, perspectives, opinions, and aptitudes to get their message out there to the world through a very large audience. Some people will become professional YouTube influencers and demonstrators and have followings of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people all over the world. And good for them. They're working hard to make sure that their product and message is consistent and well-produced. And uh, there are great examples. If you would like to be a video blogger, I would highly recommend that you search YouTube for some uh, how-to videos or some advice videos on how to make a video blog. There are some really, really high-quality uh, videos out there about video blogging, about microphones, about lighting, about equipment, about staging, all kinds of stuff that you'd want to know. So I'd highly suggest that you check out one of those stations and watch some of those videos before you get started yourself. It'll save you a lot of time and trouble. If you're interested in podcasting, there are also a number of uh, websites and podcasts about podcasting, podcasting best practices, how to get started with podcasting, platforms you can use, and all kinds of things like that. My preferred uh, platform for podcasting is anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. The app is super easy to use. It's really user-friendly. And Anchor, if you publish through their platform, will send your podcast out to, I think, up to nine different platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcast Store, all for free. So if you're like to podcast or you want to try this out for yourself, I would highly suggest Anchor as a platform to try. It's a great, great platform, super easy to use, but there are many, many others out there, including you could edit your own audio and publish it on your own website for free as well, and then you have all the rights and the... Uh, to publish and promote as you see fit. I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that this is something that has inspired you to want to make a podcast or a video blog about something that's interesting to you. And now it's time for my call to action. 
the end of this to where I tell you what I want from you. What I want is to hear from you. If you do start a video blog or podcast, I'd like to hear about it. You can contact me at getmemichaelmack at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at getmemichaelmack or on Instagram. I'd like to hear your blog, see your video blog, hear your podcast, or see what you're up to. So please contact me. And again, if you have any questions about anything that you've heard on here or further resources or anything that I can do to help further explain why this might be a good avenue for you for your career path, I'd like to hear about it. That's all for now. In the meantime, be clear on the airwaves, and I'll see you soon.